0: Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today.
1: Is Alabama handling this Brandon Miller situation correctly? The Hawks have tabbed a successful coach to lead their franchise, and it may already be time for the Lakers to build the Jared Vanderbilt statue. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Sports Today.
2: Searching all major sports. Found.
3: Let's start with the biggest story.
1: This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Brandon Miller is a superstar collegiate basketball player. In fact, just led his team over the weekend to an 86-83 win with 24-6. He is also, according to Tuscaloosa police, very much connected to a fatal shooting of Jamia Janae Harris by former teammate Darius Miles, with Detective Brandon Culpepper testifying that Miller brought the gun to his former teammate. Luke Robinson from Locked On Bama joins me now. And and Luke, this is is all information that, that your audience certainly knows. They've been following this story. When we found out about this, alleged connection and and to be clear that's what we are talking about right now an alleged connection uh, were you how did you react to the decision by the university to continue to allow brandon to play i'm really okay with his not being
0: suspended honestly and and see the the, the problem is in the semantics for some of this miller's connection is loose at best to all of this I, the, people are going to focus in on the fact that there was a text sent from miles to miller and overlook the fact that Miller was already on his way to pick up miles because they, they had already had a connection that night in terms of, you know, Miller took him one place, dropped him off essentially. Cause Miller said, I don't want to be in this line. I don't want to take this long. Um, and and the, the time between when the text was, re- was sent and the, and the time that Miller parked is a very short window. The gun apparently was in the back of the car. Um, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure Miller knew the gun was even in the car. I mean, I, I'm guessing he did, but that's an assumption. Here's the thing. If you're up for Miller being suspended, I think you have to be for Miller being arrested. Okay. And the reason is because if he had been suspended a game or two, would that make anybody who's, who's, um, you know, out for Miller right now, would that make them feel any better? I don't think it would. I think you either think he's directly involved in this, or you think that this is, a horrible set of circumstances that he was on the periphery of. And I'm on the ladder.
1: There was also uh, a video that that went viral that, you know, showed a, a pregame routine that included pat down of Brandon Miller. Some people speculated this was making light of the situation. That turned out not to be the case. Anyone who followed the Alabama program knew that this was part of a pregame routine. Of course, uh, Alabama coach Nate Oates said, I, I didn't know. Um, And this is not going to be a a part of anything that they do moving forward. Um, How did you think this situation was handled?
0: Uh, Very poorly. (laughs) Look, a lot of people have called for NATOs to be fired, which I think is ridiculous, or Greg Byrne to be fired, which is ridiculous. I think both those things are just crazy. I also think it's uh, not crazy to say that whoever's handling the PR in Alabama, they ought to be worrying about their job right now, frankly, because man, they, they, they've got to get a better handle on this. Um, it's just not a good look. And, I, again, I know this has been the pregame ritual, and it apparently goes back to something with MMA, the way some other person enters the octagon or whatever. I don't follow MMA, so excuse me. Um, and so maybe it has something to do with that, but the optics of it were so bad. And here's the other thing. I am a huge Nate Oates fan. Love Nate Oates. Thinks he, think want him to stay at Alabama for a long, long time. I don't think you can say, I don't know anymore. I think those, please don't say that anymore in, in the press. And again, Nate Oates knows a lot more basketball than I do. He's in the middle of this much more than I am, but I think it's very fair to say, okay, starting now, everybody, I want, let's all be super clear about this. No references to anything about the gun. If anybody asks you about it, you know, it's an ongoing investigation. It probably behooves you not to talk about it at all. Um, And you can no longer say, I don't know. It just doesn't cut it. Um, it, It's not going to work. And I think that it was uh, poorly handled all the way around. And here's hoping Alabama can get away, you know, not get away, but get away from doing these stupid things, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, Because, man, as big a homer as I can be sometimes, I I can't excuse this. I mean, I just thought it was – the moment I saw it, I said, oh, no, please don't be right. And it was so –
1: stay up to date all year on the alabama crimson tide by following locked on sports today and locked on bama on youtube or wherever you get podcasts thanks for making locked on sports today your first listen coming up the hawks are taking a page out of the utah jazz playbook before we get to that jason kidd can sum up the mavericks latest loss with one thing The midway point in the NBA season is here and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point spreads or threes drain. Or how about the Knicks being home dogs to the Celtics? New York has won five in a row and eight of their last ten, but of course, we're talking about the number one team in the East. FanDuel has the Celtics as two-and-a-half-point favorites at Madison Square Garden. You can also combine multiple prop bets in one game into a same-game parlay for an even larger payout. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more, make every moment more, With FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA.
3: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
1: After seeing a big lead over the LA Lakers evaporate, Dallas Mavericks head coach Jason Kidd boiled the latest loss down to a single thing.
3: Yeah, I think it's just, you know, our maturity. You know, just understanding um, what we have to do at that time. Just focus on that play. Can't get distracted uh, with the whistle um, and, and just keep playing. It just happens that way. Look, uh, we've seen a lot of basketball games. When you have big leads, we know which way the whistle is going to go. You just got to gotta play through it.
1: No Giannis, no problem. The streak continues. Milwaukee beats the Phoenix Suns for the Bucks' 14th straight win. It was a wonderful Sunday afternoon for the Milwaukee Bucks. They beat the Phoenix Suns and make it
0: 14 straight wins. My name's Kane Pittman. I'm the host of the Locked On Bucks podcast. This one was another Drew Holiday masterclass. He gets you the 33 points on 13 for 22 from the field, adds in five assists as well, but it is the elite defense that we know he brings to the table and Devin Booker is going to be seeing this man in his nightmares because similar to the 2021 NBA Finals, the Bucks were leading by two points. Holiday is on an island with Devin Booker, and then he's able to force the steal, and the Bucs are able to ice a big 104 10 win to continue the streak. As I mentioned, Drew Holiday since the turn of the new year 21 points per game, five rebounds, seven assists, and very tidy 48 40, 81 shooting splits. He is on fire. He was an obvious all star. I don't care what anyone says. And he wins another game for the Milwaukee Bucks. Check out the Lockdown Bucks podcast, wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.
1: If you're going to sneak into a play-in in the Eastern Conference, you've got to beat the Bulls. The Washington Wizards, Hey, could not do that.
3: What's good, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott from Locked On Wizards. Well, the Washington Wizards got smoked like a cheap pack of cigarettes today by the Chicago Bulls, losing 102-82. to So how did they lose this very winnable game, and <laughs> a game they need to win to try to drive towards the 6 to the AC? Well, first of all, free throw. They shot 12 from 23 from free throws. Turnovers, they committed 16 turnovers, where the Bulls scored 25 points off of those turnovers. And poor shooting, the Washington Wizards shot 42% from the field, including 21% from three. So, their poor shooting, their turnovers, aka sloppy playing, and their free throws really sank the Wizards to today. So, looking forward, the Wizards play again Tuesday at 7 o'clock in Atlanta against Atlanta Hawks, which, again, is another winnable game. It
1: really is a must-win for the Washington Wizards driving for the playoffs. In baseball news, the San Diego Padres are locking up one of the best players in the league for a very, very long time. Manny Machado signs an 11-year, $350 million contract extension with the Padres on Sunday. Machado said last week he intended to opt out Of the final five years of his current contract with the Padres following the season after preliminary negotiations on an extension broke down. While Machado had set a February 16th deadline to reach a new deal, conversations continued between Machado's agent and the Padres general manager, AJ Preller. Machado is 30 years old, so maybe he just likes living in San Diego. Can't blame him. But was pretty great.
0: There is another story you need to know.
1: Sunday was a banner day for the Atlanta Hawks. First, Trey Young hits a buzzer beater to beat the Brooklyn Nets, one twenty nine, one twenty seven. And then we get the word: Quinn Snyder is going to be the next head coach of the Atlanta Hawks, fast tracking a process that is really only a couple days since Nate McMillan and the Hawks decided to part ways. Brad Rollin from Locked On Hawks joins me now, and 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 Brad, Quinn Snyder is a proven veteran head coach so I guess the why of this is pretty easy he's a really good coach why did they move so quickly here
2: that is the big question you know you, you talked you talk about the fact that he is a really good coach and I would agree with that and you know perhaps if you were a cynic you could say maybe that was part of the reason they moved off and McMillan we, we don't know that to be true at this point but the way that you lay it out five days from McMillan being fired midseason with the best record of a coach that's been fired in the NBA in five years <laughs> To turn around and five days later hire objectively, in my mind, the best coach on the market and for me, a top 10 coach in the league, the, the dots there could be connected. I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet, honestly, if that's going to be the case or not. But certainly part of the appeal of moving off from McMillan when they did was to at least get a head start on whichever candidate they want whether it was Snyder or someone that was currently on a staff somewhere else, but because Snyder was available, they could talk to him now. and think has got together very quickly and now he has a five-year deal to be the Hawks head coach. And uh, I'm sure he's going to be very prominently involved in everything going forward.
1: Well, and, and adding fuel to, I don't even think that's a conspiracy to point out because you are only as good. Your decisions are only as good as your options that you can make. We got word trickling out after Nate McMillan was, was, let go or or mutually parted ways no one's fired anymore right that we can't we can't say that cool. um that nate mcmillan had gone to the hawks previously and said i'm i'd like to step down i'd I'd no longer like to coach this team please and it does make you wonder if if these are in fact connected if if that's true that that that, that is in fact what happened wouldn't it make sense for the hawks to be maybe back channeling and vetting candidates who, uh, ahead of time and then okay now we're ready. Let's go.
2: Yeah, perhaps. I mean, and that, that's the thing about this, like the way that they they waited to they waited to fire Nate until post All-Star weekend. And they could have realistically moved on before that. I mean, they could have gone five days earlier if they wanted to, and been in between games. It was kind of odd timing on that front. Again, Snyder was the really the only. I know there was Ime Udoka rumblings. At least there was one report of that. But Snyder was really the only guy that, that at least in what I've heard that they talked to that they could really talk to right now. Everybody else was on a staff somewhere else. So if you kind of put that all together and the fact that this got done quickly and he'll be introduced on Monday, could be you on Tuesday. It's just uh, it's kind of a downhill slope if you kind of look at it that
1: way. What do you think of the fit here with with this coaching staff now and and this group on the floor?
2: I think it's a good one. Uh, clearly, it's it's too early to know exactly what they're going to be able to do, especially right now. It might take some time, might be more more next season. But I've been talking about for a while, the Hawks needed a head coach that was a little bit more innovative on offense in particular because DeJounte Murray and Trey Young are not a a perfect fit. They fit well in some ways, but you have two point cards, essentially. And the Hawks had this very what I would describe as antiquated approach on offense under, under McMillan. That was probably his biggest weakness in my mind, just the fact that he's not this innovative guy on offense. And Snyder ran great stuff in Utah, even before they had Donovan Mitchell kind of fully entrenched as a star. Snyder was impressing with a much m- much less impressive roster in Utah. So he's been able to mold his, mold his system around around talent. I'm sure I'll do that here. They're talking about that already with the Hawks, the, the ability to be versatile and uh, kind of just building things around your personnel rather than uh, basically taking your, your system to your personnel. And Snyder has a good reputation on offense and on defense. And I think, uh, again, he's earned, in my mind, a top 10 moniker as a head coach in the league. And anytime you can get that guy ever, it's probably a good sign, especially when you've uh, had some people in your organization to be able to do that now. in. February and get, get ahead of the market and not have to battle up with other teams. I think it was a kind of a stroke of genius through that aspect.
1: Stay up to date all year on the Atlanta Hawks by subscribing to Locked on Sports today and Locked on Hawks on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. Coming up, let's just commission the Jared Vanderbilt statue right now. Looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and calories, then you've got to try Built Bar. We're trying to get healthy in my house because I've got a little one. And so we're trying to make sure that he's eating healthy. And so I want to eat healthy too. And also if there's stuff that's not healthy, he, he wants to eat it and I don't want him to eat it. That's where Bilt Bar comes in because I get to have something that I feel delicious when I eat it. It is delicious. That's why. Covered in 100% real chocolate, but it's only 130 calories. It's four grams of sugar and 17 grams of protein. And now you don't have to wait for your online order to arrive. Though well, you can still go to Built.com and, and get whatever you're looking for, as I often do. But now you can just go to Walmart or Sam's Club if that's more convenient to you. Just go and pick up a box today, a four box of cookies and cream, double chocolate or coconut puffs. At Sam's Club, you can grab a 13-bar box with hit flavors like brownie batter. Ooh, 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 the brownie batter is so good. Or churro and and thank me later. The LA Lakers are just a game out of the play in the Western Conference, which means wins like they got on Sunday against the Dallas Mavericks, a 111 to 108 grinder, are crucial for this team trying to make it into the postseason. Andy Kamenetsky from Locked On Lakers joins me now. And, and Andy, uh, this is the new look, LA Lakers. Um, we have a, so far a very small sample size of what that looks like. Um, what do you make of some of these additions that the Lakers made with Malik Beasley, um, Jared Vanderbilt, and others?
3: I mean, Jared Vanderbilt, um, he may have a statue outside the crypt before <laughs> before this road. They're on a three-game roadie right now. I actually called it like seven minutes into his first game with the Lakers, like 15 days ago. Where, you know, he's going to get a statue. I tweeted out during this game, at Cam Brothers, where's Jared Vanderbilt's bleeping statue? <laughs> I mean, like. He's the energy it's, it's, he's a great combination since we're just starting with him of high energy, but also more skill than you expect. And he's got really high basketball IQ. It's something that I noticed pretty early on seeing him on this type of gaming game out basis, but something LeBron talked about after this win, you know, Jared Vanderbilt is somebody that will get ignored if he's behind the three point arc, but he's really, really conscious of how people are guarding him. And because of that, he's really good at getting back cuts. He's really good at slipping in for offensive rebounds. And he uses essentially getting ignored to an advantage. Like he basically lets his lack of gravity work to his advantage in certain respects. And it speaks to, I think, sort of globally, just how much better this roster is right now in terms of just variety of skill sets, in terms of players who complement each other well, in terms of just better depth. Like, it, it's a roster that makes sense now in ways that it simply did not before the trade deadline and even a couple of weeks before the deadline when the Lakers picked up Rui Hachimura. Like, in a lot of ways, you have to throw out everything that happened before... Rui and the trade deadline because it, without being Pollyanna it is
1: legitimately a different roster now. We were joking about this before we came on. The Lakers won this game shooting under 18% from deep. Shooting has been the Achilles heel of this roster for a couple of years now, right? And and they were able to win this game. How much of that is the way that this team is built? Like how much of that is I, that's another way of saying how much of that is actually sustainable? Obviously not shooting 18%, but but is the roster construction now make it so they don't have to shoot the, the lights out to win these games?
3: Well, I mean, I would not recommend trying to win many games again, <laughs> shooting no. below 20%. No. Like, I, I, I would, uh, you know, take your money to the cashier's desk and cash in, um, or your chips to the cashier's desk, wouldn't do this again. But what they have right now is more guys that can go downhill because the Lakers are at their best when they can get into transition. They have more guys who are disruptive, who are more athletic. You know, it's, it's a younger roster than it was just a month ago. Um, and they have guys who create space. Like Malik Beasley on a night where he's not hitting three-point shots, he still has gravity. Like, you're not going to ignore Malik Beasley. D'Angelo Russell didn't play in this game, which makes the comeback even more remarkable. But he's somebody that, you know, who has Russell Westbrook's replacement – you can't ignore D'Angelo Russell by having a center essentially not guard him the way they did with Westbrook and just camp out in the lane, trying to make it harder for LeBron or AD or even Dennis Schroeder to get to the rim. Like D'Angelo Russell is way too good of a shooter. He's just more dynamic and varied a scorer. Like there's just more you have to account for now with this Lakers roster. Like it. I'm not going to say that they're like a front-running contender or anything like that. I mean, this roster still has weaknesses. They still have to prove more over, you know, an extended period. And frankly, they have to get themselves firmly into the playoffs before you can start talking about them contending. And, you know, the, the math still is rough. You know, it does not
1: work in their favor right now. But there's no question this roster is legit. Stay up to date all year on the LA Lakers by following Locked on Sports Today and Locked on Lakers on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. And finally, Live Golf is gunning for the PGA Tour. If only they could get the Twitter handle they want. I love this story so much. For the time being, Live Golf's Twitter handle is at LiveGolf underscore League. Doesn't exactly roll off the tongue, does it? Why can't they get at Live Golf as their handle? You might be wondering. I certainly am. Well, because it's already taken by Olivia, who's a 15-year-old girl from Wales who does golf and has in her bio that she is a 33 handicap. I can't even get through this. (laughs) Irony is one of the sweetest joys. In life, may Olivia hold on to her Twitter handle forever. Forever. Or... You know, at least until Twitter stops working. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up tomorrow, why was Derek Carr spotted in the Big Easy? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today.